Hello everyone, we are back to the For The Girl podcast. Today's episode is for the girl who needs a new outlook on purity. We are gonna be talking about the importance of staying pure in or outside of a relationship and some practical ways to do that. We are going there, you guys. It is gonna be so good, so encouraging, and give you a lot of direction in your relationships. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today's episode is about one of all of our favorite topics, purity. (laughs) A favorite topic is a way to introduce this (laughs) subject. Yes, we're talking about purity. We are going there. We are going to, we are really going to dive deep into this topic. And this is Mm. one that we knew was, we knew we would get to eventually. And honestly, it was probably looming in my head a little bit because it's one of those topics that is hard to talk about. Like it's just not one that's talked about. Honestly, that often in in a public setting, like a podcast episode. But then secondly, (laughs) like we didn't want to talk about it with the wrong stigma from a place of like Mm. legalisticness. Like we really wanted to talk about it with like a really good heart place from it. And I really think that's what we're going to do on today's episode. So I'm actually feeling pretty excited about it. Now that I say all this, I'm very excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Um, and yeah, I think we're, it's a little intimidating of a subject. I think when you like, it's, it's just n- uh, never easy to like kind of yeah. try to define things or whatever. And so we're going to do our best, give us grace and patience through this subject. Um, but hopefully it helps a ton of you who yeah, are in relationships like, and just struggling or not in a relationship and just struggling with this. It's so prevalent. In a lot yeah. Of I feel like we've gotten a lot more, I've been in a lot more conversations recently or gotten messages where people have said that they've really been struggling, which is like sexual temptation in general. And, yeah. um, I think that it's like something that needs to be addressed. And I think we can address it over and over and over again and just like really try to get our hearts in the right place when it comes to purity. And that's really what I think we're going to try to do in this episode. So it's going to be good. But before that, we needed to get into Mac and Ken's mess up. This one is going to be good, you guys, because Mac has a story for you. (laughs) I have a story for you. Okay, so this isn't too long ago. It was probably like, I think it was back in August. It was right, actually, it was right before the leadership conference this year. And um, I was preparing for something that I was teaching on at conference. And so, you know, conference season is just crazy hectic. Like you're running around like crazy. You're trying to do a million different things. And so one night I decided to go home and I was like, I'm going to sit on my balcony. I live in an apartment. I was like, I'm going to sit on my balcony. I'm going to have this moment where I'm really going to connect with Jesus. And I'm going to like plan out this thing that I'm teaching on at conference. And so I was like, in the moment, you know, I had like my citronella candle burning so the bugs would stay away. Mm. I'm like chilling. My dog's out there. We're like really going. We're vibing. We're having a great time. And so just so you know, I live on the third story of my apartment building. So I'm out on my third story balcony and I'm sitting there and my phone is sitting on my table and um, 
I accidentally bumped my table and I'm a pretty klutzy person. Like I'm constantly spilling things. I'm constantly knocking things, making loud noises, stomping around. Like I'm not very um, graceful in a lot of ways, but I accidentally bumped the table and I feel my phone drop into my lap and then my phone drops onto the ground and then it falls, you know, through those little like, you know how like every apartment has like the little like railing that has holes in it. And my phone goes crashing down to the ground, three stories down. And I, you know, in that moment where you know it and you know it's happening, you're like, shoot, it's done. It's done for. It's literally done for. Like, this is it. This was the end. What am I going to do? So I freak out. Actually, I didn't freak out. You know me. I weirdly (laughs) am weirdly calm in like situations like that. I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? And so I was like, oh, I guess I should go get it. Like, I don't know. So I like get my shoes on. I'm literally wearing like, you know, when you've been home and you've like de-girlified yourself. Like, Mm. I mean, I was like not looking good. And I run down the stairs or whatever and I get outside and there is this guy like standing there and he literally is holding my phone and he's like I see him and I know he's holding my phone because he the flashlight on my phone is on (laughs) and he's like he's like he's like is this your phone and I was like yeah that's my phone and he was like he's like where did it come from he's like is it sitting on the ground with the flashlight on and I was like what because honestly when I dropped it I I was like where is it like you know like how am I gonna find it you know yeah who knows the flashlight turned on when I dropped it and he found my phone and he gave it back to me and there was not one crack on that phone. What a miracle. Like the phone is totally fine. And I don't even have one of those glass things on, you know, yeah, those, like yeah, yeah. screen protectors. I didn't even have that on. Living life. On not one edge. crack on the phone. That's pretty incredible. Pretty wow. cool. That's pretty, pretty cool. God moment because pre-conference you needed that phone. Also, really though, more importantly, what about this guy? Oh, that was the thing the guy was pretty cute. Like he was a cute guy and I was, but I was really flustered. You know, I was literally like, Oh shit, it's funny. It's my phone. I dropped it. Third story. You know, I just kind of rambled on and on and on. And he was like kind of laughing at me and then he was like, okay, cool. You know, whatever. So, oh my gosh. You, I don't know. That's... I've never seen him again either. Oh, he shoot. had a dog. So I thought he would be like a regular around oh. the apartment complex. Cause maybe he was dog. like a legit angel though. That saved your phone. Maybe he was an angel. That's crazy to think about. But yeah, you can drop your, your iPhone from a third story balcony and no it fell on the concrete that is he was an angel I don't know how it happened like I I believe in angels oh I totally believe in angels (laughs) I don't know about angels who save iPhones but maybe yeah that's a little weird so yes that was my mess up that turned out to be a totally okay wow totally okay you know sometimes you can mess up and life moves on and you have an uncracked screen that's a word for this podcast things will be messed up sometimes and life moves on and life moves on you learn and you grow from your mistakes now I don't keep my phone on the right side of the table when I sit on the balcony I now keep my phone on the left side Uh, of the table that's how you have to look at mistakes in your life I always am like oh darn okay well yeah I learned I learned I learned my lesson wow what a klutz (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's so hard to move forward from these mess ups. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I do. I do. Especially when we're moving yeah, into a topic into purity. of purity. Yeah. Okay. Whew. All right. But, but let's just go. do it. Let's do it. And I really want to start off this whole this whole episode of just knowing and understanding that there are a lot of you listening who are coming from such different places when it comes to purity. And 
we couldn't create an episode that is just like going to speak directly to each of you or where you're at. So we just want to like speak to each of you individually right now, knowing that some of you are just coming from different places. Like some of you are literally in the midst of a temptation battle when it comes to purity. Like literally last night, maybe you had sex with your boyfriend and you're like listening to this podcast today and you're like wanting to shut it off. You're like, I don't want to listen to this. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Trust me, like you want to listen to this episode. Um, Maybe you're a girl who's like, I've never been tempted to ever do anything sexual in my whole entire life. Why do I need to listen to this episode? Like, trust me, you want to listen to this episode. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're somebody who like feels like that's in your past, no matter where you're at on your journey with purity. Like I really believe that there's something here for you today. And so I just want to like speak to some of these couple of different scenarios that I've seen when it comes to girls and kind of where they're at, where they're struggling with purity. So the first and kind of the biggest one, I think when we think of purity, we think of girls that are in relationships and maybe they've been in relationships for like five or six months and they're like head over heels in love with this guy. And man, oh man, it's so fun on Saturday night to like make out. And then before you know it, a make out leads into something more and And you constantly find yourself in this battle of like trying to keep boundaries and trying to keep pure. Or maybe you guys have already fully crossed the line and you're trying to come back from it. Like, I know what that's like, like when you're just like, you really are just in love with this person or you're just engaged with this person and you just like, it's so hard in those moments to come up with reasons why you need to stay pure. Um, I think the second thing that a lot of girls are at, a lot of girls, um, have never really struggled with purity and maybe have kind of placed this idea of virginity or this idea of like remaining pure, like on the altar. It's kind of like their thing that they're like, as long as I'm pure at the end of the day, like as long as I still have my virginity, then like I'm good. I'm in good standing with Mm -hmm. God. And so we almost kind of magnify or glorify um, our ability to like keep from withholding from this sin or whatever it is. And I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of girls, like we just don't have a healthy relationship with purity. Like we kind of see it through a twisted narrative or a twisted lens. Um, And then the third place that I find that a lot of girls are in is kind of this place where you just have reached this point where you're like, sex isn't that big of a deal. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like why do I need to wait until I'm married? Like I'm so confident in this and like, how does it really affect my walk with Jesus? Like who really cares about this? And you've just kind of reached this place where you're just over it and you're done. And you're like, I feel like I can still love God and kind of do whatever the heck I want. And so I really believe that this episode is going to speak to all types of girls. Like no matter where you're at on your journey with purity, like I really believe that like God has something for you in this episode. And so just listen to it with fresh ears and like a new perspective and just like open eyes to what God might want to speak into your heart today. So I really hope this episode is like both encouraging, but also healing and challenging for a lot of women. Yeah. So good. So before we get into all the details, we, we really are going to help just like define purity and what it really is, because I know that's a big question for a lot of people. We're also going to like walk into like practical ways to like stay pure and like how to really do that. But before we say any of that, we just wanted to lay a foundation down um, for purity and the reason why we're even talking about it to begin with and why it's so important to stay pure. Um, you know, I think sometimes that a lot of us think about it, we're like, okay, well, purity in the Bible is just like one of like a lot of the rules. Why do we like 
or quote unquote rules? Why are we like putting this one at an altar and like talking about this one so much? And, you know, if I sin in this area, why is it so bad if I sin in this area too? And like, we kind of go back and forth. We're like, is it really like that important? Or we talk about purity in the sense of like, okay, if we stay pure and we don't have sex before marriage, then like, you know, God's going to like bless our marriage more. Like sex is going to be like way better when we have it in marriage. And, you know, all those things are great. And maybe that's true, but it's so much more than that. Like, and so we just want to lay a foundation of really why, like why we should, like why as believers, why as women, like um, after God's heart, like why, why is it so important? Like, why is it different than some of these other like, you know, quote unquote sins or why is it something that we should stick to? Um, and yeah, there's just, it is, it's so important. And there's some like rooted things here that we want to talk about. Um, the first one is, yeah, I think like the biggest one. And that's, um, when we like, when we're messing up in this area of our life and we're like living an impure life with our boyfriend or with, random people or whatever it is. Um, Yeah, this is the biggest one. It really is just putting walls between you and God. And if you have a desire to like um, hear from God and you want to be close to God and you want to feel his presence in your everyday and in your relationship and outside of your relationship and everything, purity is part of that. Like those messing up with your boyfriend or whoever else just puts walls up between hearing from God um, and experiencing his presence. And that's like the first biggest thing. And if you feel far from God, that this is probably a part of the reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my own kind of personal journey with purity, like the big switch for me happened when I kind of realized this. So uh, just to give you like a little bit of background. um, So Growing up, honestly, purity was so easy for me because I never had a boyfriend in high school. I didn't even have my first kiss until college and like all of these things. And so honestly, I was like hear about people struggling with purity and I'd be like, why? Like, it's not that hard. Like you literally just say no, you just don't do it. You know, like you just set clear boundaries, all the different things. And I kind of just had this like nose turned up perspective on it all that it was easy and, um, you know, all of these different things. And Uh, It wasn't until later on in life and like having a boyfriend and being in these places where I kind of then moved into this next stage where I was like starting to question like, why do I need to be pure? Like, is it really going to make that much of a difference if I like cross this boundary with my boyfriend? Is it really going to make that much of a difference? Like, am I really not going to be able to talk to God in the morning if I like go too far here? I kind of entered into that phase where I was like, pushing the boundaries, testing things, like really asking questions. And um, honestly, it wasn't even that too long ago that um, I was at church on a Sunday morning, actually. And um, one of the one of a guy that I had dated was happened to be leading worship at church that Sunday. And I was sitting there in church and I was sitting there and I cannot tell you like I felt like I wanted to like run out the door and cry and never come back to church ever again in my life. Like Mm -hmm. I felt so Mm -hmm. convicted. Yes. But even more so, I just felt so ashamed and I felt like so just like, I just felt like I couldn't commune with God in that moment. And, um, that was really the moment where it hit me of like, oh my goodness, these things that I have done in secret or done in hiding that I thought didn't really affect my heart. Cause like, honestly, the next day I felt fine. Like it didn't feel like my world was over the next day, but these things that, Mm. you know, weren't 
going all the way. They weren't having sex. Maybe they were like somewhere in the middle, but like these things that I thought I could like be totally fine and they wouldn't affect my relationship with God. Here they were, you know, seven, eight months later, straight up putting up a wall between myself and God. And like, I just realized like, I don't ever want to put myself in a situation where I cannot hear God's voice so clearly in my life. Like, I don't want to willingly choose to create a wall between my heart and the father's heart. And so that was a moment where things just kind of shifted for me and, and changed for me where I was like, oh my gosh, these things that I do are so connected to like my heart and the way that I connect with God's heart. And so that was a big switch for me of knowing that like, seriously, sin in this way will affect you and God. Sin in any way will affect you and God. And so like, I don't ever want to actively choose something over and over and over and over again, knowing that it's going to block me from like the person that I love the most. So that was a big switch for me. Yeah. So good. The second thing that we were like, as we were like praying through this episode and reflecting on like, just why is this so important? Like, why is this so important? And, you know, God spoke to us as like, you know, he sees your obedience when you're choosing to stay pure. And that's why it's so important. Like if you want to live a life like of purpose, if you want to live a life where you see like God's blessings, you've got to choose to be pure. I um, have a good friend who's married and she kind of keeps me accountable for purity in my relationship. And one thing she um, always talked to me about at the beginning, she was like, Ken's, she was like, we messed up when we were dating and gosh, like our honeymoon was, our sex on our honeymoon was just not good. Like you <laughs> should stay pure. And for a while I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I'll stay pure. Scare so that my worked. You were like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, I guess I want my sex on my honeymoon to be good. But honestly, that's like, who really cares? Like, obviously I care about that, but that's not going to really sustain me through nights of like temptation. But like what really matters to me, and I eventually told her, I was like, you know, I don't really, honestly, I don't care about sex on my honeymoon or on my wedding night. Like whatever, like I'm sure it'd get better and there's get better. I care way more about God seeing my obedience because I know that that brings blessings. Like he honors people. He chooses to use people. He chooses to like build like leaders that are like blessing him. And that means in every area of your life, like as a leader in delight, like it could be so easy for me to like behind the scenes, just kind of like mess around with my boyfriend and nobody would really know. And like, that would be fine. And I'd probably be able to still lead, but like God knows and God sees. And I realize that it's so connected that if I want to be like, if I want more opportunity, if I want more purpose, if I want to be like, if I want him to call on me to use me, he's going to only call on people that are like really like falling in with their whole heart. And it's reflected in their life and their life behind the scenes. Like, so if you have that desire and that ambition to be used by God, um, to follow him like boldly into new places, like it kind of starts there behind the scenes in your relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that God literally created us to do hard things. Like he didn't, he didn't, you know, set us up to fail. He's like with us. He gives us the strength and the power to overcome these hard things. And it's so funny. My mom, uh, the, one of the tips that she gave me on like, you know, when we had the talk back in the day, um, one of the things she told me, she was like, she was like, Mackenzie, I want you to know and like realize and understand right now that this will probably won't be one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Like staying pure and like choosing to like 
not have sex before you get married and doing all these things. Like it's not going to be easy. Like it's going to actually be really hard, but like Mm. you were built for that. Like you were built for that. Like that's God's heart for you. And so because of that heart in you, like you can Mm. do it, like you really can. And, and I love that knowing that God, number one, understands that it's difficult. He, he doesn't think it's going to be a walk in the park, but he also like crafted you and created you to like be able to stand in the face of temptation. So like you can do this, like we can do these hard things. So, um, good advice from Karen Wilson. That's my mom. Okay. So shout out to the mom. Oh my goodness, it is Christmas time and I am living my best holly jolly life. I love it so much and I'm really excited to tell you about two exciting things happening this December within the Delight community. Number one, did you know that we have a free Christmas series that you can sign up for on our website? All you got to do is head to our website, sign up, and you'll receive seven days of devotional content in your email inbox every day. It's an incredible way to dive deeper in your walk with Jesus this holiday season. And then number two, all throughout the month of December, we are offering free shipping on every order if you spend more than $50. So you got to get your Christmas presents. Make sure you get your orders in ASAP so that they arrive in time before Santa comes on December 25th. It's such an amazing season. We also have some of our favorite books on sale within the website. So you'll want to shop. Get to it, girls. So the third thing that we want to point out of why it matters, like why does this whole purity thing even matter is that it truly is going to protect spiritual intimacy with maybe like your current boyfriend or even who you're going to end up with one day. I think that like um, the truth of the matter is if you're like kind of like messing up behind closed doors, I guarantee you it is going to cut off all spiritual growth in your relationship, like with your boyfriend, like because both of you are kind of like living a lie. You're kind of living in shame. You're letting shame and sin win the day rather than like living in the freedom that Jesus offers. And so like, if you want to grow, if this is somebody that you really do want to spend your life with and you want to grow spiritually with them, like this is so important to do. And I think that like, I've seen this at play in my own relationships and so many of my friends relationships, Mm -hmm. like suddenly they'll have so many issues and things will start kind of crumbling and like falling apart. And, and honestly, it can usually, the timing can usually go back to probably like when they started sleeping together or whatever it is. And yeah. so I've just seen this at play and a, a lot of the relationships that I like really respect in dating have really like made that, made that commitment and that decision to stay pure. And I've yeah. seen kind of the fruit of that in a lot of those relationships. Yeah, totally. I'm sure there's a lot of you that are in relationships with guys right now and um, <clears throat> you've been like talking about like praying together. You're like, oh my gosh, we really need to like pray together. We really like should like do this like little book together. We should go to church. Or we should go to this worship night together. And you keep procrastinating on it, and it like just like isn't really happening. And I bet you maybe now after hearing this, it's probably connected to your purity because it just like, I know this from personal experience. It's so awkward to like pray together and read the Bible together when you've been like also kind of messing around. Like it just is like hard to do both. And so, yeah, you've got to stop the one to be able to like, to get closer to Jesus together. I've like experienced this so much in my relationship. Like even at church, I'll be like raising my hands in worship. And I think about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he probably thinks I'm like a hypocrite here doing both things. Like, and I can't experience worship. And so it's just all so intertwined. And if you want that intimacy with your boyfriend spiritually, you've got to stop the other stuff. 
Yeah, it's so good. Okay, so we want to transition now. We've talked about kind of like, you know, kind of the why behind purity, but now we want to kind of transition it into more of the nitty gritty stuff. We want to define purity for you guys, which was a a lofty goal, but we want to do that. Uh, And then we want to step into some practical ways to stay pure. But I want to pause here before we set into this is... um, I hate rules. Like I literally hate rules. I'm totally that girl. It's like you give me a rule and I'm like, I want to break that rule now. I feel like most of us are like that. And I think that like before you can even see and understand like this next part of the podcast, like it's truly a heart thing. Like I think that purity is an issue of the heart. So we have to approach it from the heart. We can't approach it from a list of rules or else you will never keep them. You will fail time and time again. You will cross the boundary. You will like be in this constant cycle of shame and like righteousness and all these different things. And so like before you even step into it, like honestly, just like get your heart in the right place with Jesus. Like get back to that like love story piece with him where you like really just like love him because I feel like when you love God, you understand the things he calls you to do so much more. And so before like we even step into all of this, just like ask yourself, like where are you at with your love for Jesus? Like when you love someone, you trust what they ask you to do. And so if you're sitting there and you're like, uh, this all sounds lame. I don't want to do this. This is too hard. Then like before you even step into these rules, just like go and look at your love with the Lord. Maybe it's more of a heart issue than it is like a following the rules issue. And so mm. you can start there of just like mending your relationship with Jesus. Like how can you give him a hundred percent of your heart first? And I think that like when you do that, all of this other stuff we're about to talk to becomes a lot easier and is just like a natural knee jerk reaction of a heart that is sold out wholly in love with Jesus. Yeah, 100%. Some of you guys might be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're even going to go there and define what purity is. But I think it's important. There's too many like little side conversations of like, can we do this? And then so I've been a part of so many of those conversations too. (laughs) So we're going to just kind of say the hard truth that you might not be able to say to a friend. So maybe this is just an episode you give to a friend. So they say it for you. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. It might be for you. But anyways, okay. So I'm going to just run through these really quickly because Mac is too awkward to say any of them. So I'm taking one for the team. Thank you. Um, But to put it simply, seriously, being pure is doing nothing past making out. So I hate to break it to you, but honestly, you should really just be kissing. And I'm not going to tell you much more about that, but just that. Um, So it means no, like touching on the, you know, bikini lines. That's what, you know, the girl that kind of mentors me in this and keeps me accountable in this. It really, she says, pretend you have a bikini on and they, that's just like no, no going there. So you can touch the neck. (laughs) Sure, sure. You can do that. Okay. Also, I don't know. Some people get a little blurred with this. And honestly, in our opinion, it's really no like oral sex at all. Seriously, just making out. I think when you start to get in those, those things, it just gets too blurry. And honestly, like it's like we said before, it's just the heart of like, what's the importance of this? So um, that and yeah, I think honestly, purity is like your thought life too. It really does matter. Um, just like staying pure in your thoughts. I think this is like something that some of us struggle with, some of us don't, but I think it's important to like, honestly, like anytime a thought slips through your head, that's impure, um, physically towards the person, like kind of just going back to Jesus or asking, talking to him more about it. But yeah, honestly, to put it simply, it's kind of the hard truth here. We like to say hard truths around like, you're this just is a hard it truth. straight. Yeah. This is a hard truth. Just make out with your boyfriend. That's it. So some people might even say that you can't make out with your boyfriend. I don't know though. I don't know. 
Some people, they only kiss on their wedding day. On their wedding day. I I mean, props to them. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, but, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be extreme. I read a book on purity one time, and um, the guy literally said that he kissed on his wedding day, and he got married when he was, like, 18. And I was like, okay, dude, I don't know if I'm really going to take your take on purity when you've literally probably never had to face temptation. Okay? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, like, like 18. 18? And you never kiss, like then that's like a whole other story. Yeah, you guys, we are coming from experience. We're we coming are mid twenties. We are not fresh out of the no. Womb. Yes. So, yes. anyways, Seriously. but beyond that, now that we just like got that out there, phew, we got that out there. We want to talk about some practical ways because, like, obviously, this is hard. Like, this isn't. We've both been in relationships and have gone through seasons where it's like we don't really struggle with conviction in this because it's just hard and all the things. So we just want to like walk through some things that hopefully will help you if you're in a relationship or even not in a relationship. So do you want to take off the first one? Yes. The number one way, and this is like if you're probably if you're dating somebody or maybe you're in the early stages of relationship, even if you've dated this person for like years and years and years, but you're ready to make a change, I think it's so important to talk about it. Like with whoever you're dating, with whoever you're getting ready to date, communicate about it. Like, don't just be like, I'm going to wait until we get to that boundary and then we'll talk about it. Like, talk about it from the beginning. Like, talk about it when you're not in the midst of it. Like, check in with each other. How are you doing with this? Like, how's this going for you? Don't make it one-sided where it's just like, okay, I'm going to be pure. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm only making out with you. And then not fill the other person in on it. Like, you got it. This is a two-sided thing. And I think it's so much easier and stronger and better to, like, keep this covenant and to keep this promise if you guys are really doing it together and like getting to the root of where the temptation is slipping in and maybe why you went a little too far or why you messed it up. I think if you have open communication from the beginning, you'll be able to communicate through the whole relationship as well, which I think is super important. Yeah, that's so good. And I love what you said about even like hearing from him too. I think it's so important. Like it can't be a one-sided thing where you're like, the girl is like, this is the rule and you better not break it. Um, Honestly, this is kind of probably getting a little graphic, but I feel like I have to mention it. So guys often like struggle. Guys struggle with probably purity more than we do. And a lot of the times when girls are really like opinionated and going really hot and strong with like boundaries and rules and this and that, I've seen a lot of like Christian girls do that. And honestly, what happens sadly is behind the scenes, these guys are really struggling. Like there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of shame. And, and further, they might be masturbating, watching porn, doing other things because you have set these like crazy strong rules. And I think it's so important and helpful for the guy, for you guys to just like talk about it and hear from him and ask him about that. Be like, I know this is like crazy. This is like a hard thing, like in this season, like how are you doing in this area, you know, and keeping him, he should have other outside accountability other than you. But like, that's the reality of a relationship. And that's reality, honestly, of a guy's like mind and how they're wired and built. And so it's really important for you as like a Christian woman who really does have strong conviction about this to also like hear from him because you're blocking him out and you're leaving him out to dry and he's probably doing a lot of like things behind the scenes and not telling you if you're coming in too strong so yeah yes that's that the second thing is to have accountability um this is really simple we all can find a friend or somebody older than us and that just asks us and checks in with us like seriously it's as simple as being like hey mac 
could you ask me about this every single week? Like, and I vow to tell you the truth. Um, and there's just a lot in that that will help you through everything. Yeah, I think accountability is so important because if nobody's asking you and nobody's going to know, like it's so much easier to just like lose the battle to temptation in the moment because you're like, nobody's going to know what's the point anyways. And I think like when you set up kind of like a bumper of accountability in your life, like it gets so much easier to stand in the face of that temptation because you know, I'm like, oh, Ken's just going to ask me about that tomorrow. And like, it's not worth it for me to have to like explain this to her and describe this to her. Like, it's just not worth it. And you start to just put things into perspective rather than like being swept up in the moment. And so accountability is so important in that. Um, I think number three is to set clear boundaries. And we mean this more than just like your classic, typical boundaries of like, you know, no touching beyond those things. Like we mean like look at the areas that you and like maybe your boyfriend are most prone to mess up in. Maybe it's past midnight. Every time you guys hang out past midnight, something happens. Like maybe you guys shouldn't be hanging out past midnight. Maybe it's every time that you are in his room by yourselves. Maybe you guys shouldn't be at the house when nobody else is home. Like you just have to set yourself up for success in this area. So the places that you're most tempted in set some like pretty clear boundaries Mm -hmm. and, um, just places to like keep you guys from, from going in again, like succumbing to that temptation like you can set yourself up for success in these areas by knowing where you're most tempted to mess up and avoiding that situation yeah this one in particular has really helped me honestly through moments where I've really struggled being pure with a boyfriend or whatever it's it I remember seasons in my life where I was like oh my gosh like I don't even know like I know this is something God's asking me to do, but I kind of lost like the heart in it. And I don't even know. I feel like, I don't know, just like moments of like kind of freak out moments and just getting really wrapped up in whatever. And the this has been like what's most helpful is just being like, okay, like I can leave my door open while we're in the room or maybe I don't even go in the room. And just some like really clear boundaries. Just make it easy for yourself. Yeah. Um, and this will look different for everybody. Like yeah. what your friends are doing might not be what works for you and your boyfriend. So like yeah. this truly is something that I think you have to figure out for your relationship. Yeah, exactly. The next thing is, um, this one's so simple. It's kind of, it kind of sounds weird at first, but (laughs) try saying no to him. So I mean, in a moment where you get back home or whatever, whether it's your boyfriend or somebody you're just talking to and you get back home and they want to like make out or whatever it is like, I just want to encourage you just just one time or the next time um, to begin with, just try saying no, just being like, hey, like, no, or like, you know, he kind of wants to go past making out, just like say like, no, I, I don't really want to. And um, it's as easy as that. Um, I think so often, like, there's just like this like pressure, I think we feel or, um, you know, we think that they're going to like us more if we do more. And it's also attached. And I think that you gain so much more like confidence when you just practice saying no every once in a while and you also learn a lot about their character honestly because if he says if you say no and he's like pressuring you even further like honestly that guy's like not a good guy and he's not respecting your boundaries but if he says like oh my gosh of course and hopefully that's what he will say and you'll realize how easy it is honestly to stay pure by just like one simple word so 
yeah, just practice saying no. Just try it once. And I think it will really, really help. It's so good. Okay, this last practical way to stay pure is for all of our single girls. Because I know we've talked a lot to girls in relationships, but I think this is something that single girls are struggling with too. And this is also a hard truth, but single girls, hear me and hear me loud and clear. Physical intimacy is not a cure to loneliness. Like it is not going to fix the loneliness that you feel. And so as single women, like we cannot, this is me speaking about on behalf of myself as well. Um, like we cannot be putting ourselves in the wrong situations where in a moment we might give in to that lie that physical intimacy will cure loneliness. So like don't call that ex-boyfriend when you're lonely. Don't call that one guy you met at some bar when you're lonely. Like don't get drunk to where you can't like make rational decisions. Don't go on a dating app when you know you shouldn't. Like these are hard things, but I know like probably most of us have been there in these moments where we make these decisions not from a place of like clarity and not from a place of honoring God or not from a place of like love and confidence. We make them from a place of like insecurity and loneliness. And I just like want to remind you, be another voice that reminds you that like physical intimacy of any kind is just not going to fix it. Some random make out with some random guy and stranger is not going to fix it. And so, um, I think that's super important to remember that like Mm -hmm. this like battle for purity, this struggle for purity, like doesn't just happen in relationships. It also happens in singleness and like any stage of your life. And it's hard and it's not easy. And I think it's super important to like put yourself in situations where you can make the best decision for yourself in a clear mind, in a right state where like you can make that decision from a place of confidence rather than from a place of loneliness. Yeah, that's so good. So good. Yay. We got through it. We survived. Some practical ways, you guys. Like we we didn't just choose to do a podcast about purity because it's like a hot topic. No. (laughs) We chose to do a podcast about purity because we believe that it's so connected to your relationship with Jesus. And like if you want to be somebody who's like feels so close to him and hears his voice and can worship him in freedom and be like just following after him and feel like confident in doing so, like purity is like one of those areas of where that can begin and staying pure is like a it's a discipline and it's like so funny that we sometimes get upset about having to like set boundaries in our life and like be disciplined in our spiritual life like it actually is just setting us up for success and like thank goodness thank god that he set some boundaries for us because then we get to live a life that looks different from the world around us and we get to do it with so much more freedom and joy it's so good it's so good and I think that it's like it's just one of those things that is so against our culture too like this is so against our culture to like choose purity and it is one of those awkward conversations I've been in so many conversations where it feels so weird because I'm the Mm. only one like trying to steward my purity even like Christian friends of mine and I'm like Mm. it feels so awkward and weird and so just know that we are right there with you and like this is not easy it is hard it is one of those things that like I don't know you'll just go through like the pendulum swings with it but it is so worth it like gosh I truly have felt like the difference of like seasons of honestly, probably not being in a place of purity and how I felt so distant from God. And then seasons where I like chose purity and I had the right heart behind it and I had the right mindset behind it. And I like, it felt like a gift from the Lord rather than a curse. And so I think that like us changing our heart posture towards it is so important. So if anything, I hope that's what you took away from this, not like 
us trying to like call out your shame or call out your sin in your life, but really just trying to like draw you closer into the heart of the Lord. And so we're doing this together. Like we're all in this together and that's what's super cool. And, um, yes, I love it. It's fun. Also really quickly, if you're somebody who's like had sex with your boyfriend and you're still with him and you're like listening to this episode and you're like, Oh my gosh, what do I do from here? I already messed up. Am I going to even, you know, does God even like heal me from this? Can I even move past this? hundred percent. Yes. Like God is a God that like gives grace and fresh starts. So if that's you, like take this today, knowing that like you can take a step forward in a new direction and everything of your past is totally erased totally gone like god doesn't even care about that anymore he's just excited for your new intention and ambition yeah and yeah Yeah. i just wanted to say that making things new is literally god's specialty so yeah you're right at the perfect spot to like let him do a new thing in you and that's what's really cool and beautiful about this so so good thanks for entering into this hard topic with us wow breath of we can take a deep breath after this and then it'd be like well you conquered that seriously (laughs) mac like wanted to do everything else today but record yeah i kept putting it off so i'm glad we did it it was actually really cool and i'm excited to have more conversations about this with you guys just like throughout the year within the delight community like it doesn't have to stop here have these conversations with your friends with your boyfriend like we're excited to hear what god's gonna do in and through this we love you guys we'll talk soon bye i don't know if you guys know but we are going on our third annual for the girl tour if you haven't been to one of the tour stops yet you have to go this year we are going to 12 cities one of which is probably really close to you and it's even worth the drive Mac and I will be there. We are going to be speaking. We're going to be leading prayers, workshops, worship. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I seriously believe that this night could change your life forever. We would love to meet you. We are going to have exclusive merch, just so many fun things. So we will see you there. We are going to be releasing the dates and places on December 10th. So I know you guys are probably on the edge of your seat. We are finalizing some details and then you can sign up for the city near you and we We will see you soon.